Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 297, Drink It Till You Podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? How the hell was your work week? I hope everybody's doing okay. Uh, I'm drinking a little new Amsterdam vodka. Free advertisement there. Uh, And a little bit of Topo Chico. I wish I would have got a lime. I didn't even think about a lime when I was picking this stuff out. Uh, That would have set this off, as they say. Uh, but I'm going to drink it anyway. It's still doing the trick. If you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. I just poured the, the Amsterdam vodka into this bottle. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, we have sports to talk about this weekend. Obviously, it's a huge... It's my favorite time of year. You know, everybody, you know, oh, I like Christmas. Oh, it's it's cold. And we get to give presents and receive presents. Fuck that, man. <laughs> well, not fuck that, but I uh, I enjoy this part of the season much more. It's the weather's starting to cool down a little bit um, randomly. <laughs> it's never set in Texas, man. It's one day it'll... I walked outside today and I was like, what the hell happened? It's actually nice outside. I didn't know what to think. I was like, is it about to rain? Um, you just never know. But yeah, it's it's getting nicer. It's getting better. State Fair of Texas just started. I'm ready to go to that, man. It's been years for me, to be honest. I've either been too busy or too, you know, financially strapped. Because it's not cheap, man, I'll tell you. It's it's not cheap. If you've never been, uh, I think a ticket is like, or a coupon, let me say. You know, you, you get the coupons at the stands and you, you go spend those on food and rides and and games and stuff. A coupon is the equivalent to $1. I think when I was growing up, it was $0.50. Cents. So they've gone up $0.50. Cents. And I'm sure before that, I, I want to know the old school version of a coupon. You know, if you bought a uh, like just a couple of sheets of coupons 30 years ago and you just happen to hold on to them, you can still use them. And you actually, <laughs> it would have been almost like buying Bitcoin, except you don't, you can't use it for cash. You just use it for turkey legs and whatever else you want. They deep fry everything. I mean, it's Texas. Deep fried peanut butter jelly, deep fried Dr. Pepper. I mean, everything, anything and everything you can fry. They're going to do it. They're going to figure out how to do it. Put it on a stick and fry the hell out of it. <clears throat> But yeah, it's like a, a coupon is like a dollar. So it, it gets a little expensive. It's like, that's okay, that didn't seem too bad. One coupon, one dollar. Yeah, but when the turkey leg is like 15 coupons, you're like, holy shit. Uh, it's, it's pretty wild. It, it gets outrageous. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely going this year. I'm not going yet. Because like I just mentioned, the weather isn't too consistent in being comfortable, I guess you could say. Um, so when it gets a little more consistent, you know, I, I want to go when there's not a lot of people too. That's what I'm trying to figure out. When can I go when there's not a lot of people? I don't have to wait in line as much. I mean, I don't think there is a time. It's just always going to be busy. I drove down there the other day. I forgot what I was doing downtown like that. Um, Drove by the other day and it was just, I mean, it was a fucking madhouse. Just passing through to get to the highway was outrageous. Everything's coned off. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this. I actually drove by the parking lot um, 
where I parked to go see the Winter Classic. The Dallas Stars play the, the Nashville Predators in the Winter Classic at the Cotton Bowl. Um, shout out to Jay Litt for those tickets. Uh, the hardcore Stars fan, man. Uh, Jeremy, just a hardcore Stars fan. So hardcore that he'll argue with me if I root for any other team at any other time, which is <laughs> pretty awesome. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I drove down uh, downtown the other day, and I passed by the parking lot where they, I mean, they. it doesn't take much to fool me. Let's just be clear about that, on the internet or otherwise. <laughs> I'm very gullible. Um, in this case, you know, I had a reason to be a little gullible. We drove down there. I picked up Jeremy since he got the tickets. Drove down there. They had a person with a, a flag and a, a yellow vest on. And they're like, hey, park here, 20 bucks. I'm like, in the grand scheme of things, 20 bucks ain't bad. You know, you can go park at Cowboys Stadium for 80 or more, 80 plus easily. I'm like, 20 bucks? Okay, no big deal. Here's cash. I parked in this. I should have known to. Um,. I parked in this grass lot with, like, about 20 other people and uh, came back from out of the game, you know, I'm just having a blast. We won the game, and I came back to a ticket on my fucking windshield. The person with the flag and the vest was long gone. They had gotten their money. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, that sucked. That part of it sucked, so I had to pay that ticket. But, yeah, I drove, uh, drove past that the other day. I'm like, hey! That's where it's weird to point out a place that you didn't, you don't fondly remember. You know, that's kind of strange. I was like excited to see it in a way. I was like, oh, there's that, there's the lot where I got a fucking ticket, because the people tricked me. <laughs> but I said it like excited to myself, you know, like, like it was a good thing. It's like, wait, why am I excited that I got a ticket there? That's stupid. I'll never do that again. I'll never park there again. Um. <clears throat> So yeah, I wonder how how many years it's going to be until they have another Winter Classic here. That was fucking amazing, dude. I've never heard a stadium. Well, the AAC gets pretty loud in the playoffs for the Stars. I have been to one of those. But it's not nearly as many people. That stadium that day was packed, man. Packed to the top, all the way to the top. As many seats, I mean, it was loud, man. I think I recorded some audio from there a, long, a while back whenever I was there. There's no telling what happened to that. But <clears throat> anyways, uh, let's go ahead and move on to... Uh, let's take another drink first. I'm a little parched. Let's go ahead and move on to a little NFL. My Cowboys doing some work today on uh, Belichick and his Patriots. Zeke Elliott, you know, I, I'm glad we passed on him. I just I I don't know what happens to these these players sometimes, man. And you can say, "Oh, it's the money." You know, it's the money. Once they got paid, they're done. You know, he he got his check and he just checked out. You know, all the all the things people say when football players get paid and then they don't perform. I and I th I think it is a little bit of the money, but I think there's more to it. You know, I don't think Zeke works any less hard than he has in the past. It's just, you know, it's kind of maybe that surprise factor a little bit. People don't know what to expect. People don't know how he moves. And once you once you get the book on someone, as they say, 
uh, it's a little easier to, to shut them down. You know what they're going to do. You know their tendencies. You know all of that. So, yeah, I mean, they, ju- they just couldn't do anything today. Uh, we're going to go around the NFL, <clears throat> see the scores, see what games have finished up, see what games haven't. Uh, I'll kind of assess from there. Uh, 49ers just beating the hell out of the Cardinals. Um, did anyone think the Cardinals were for real? Uh, I know the 49ers are for real. Uh, my Dallas Cowboys beating the Patriots 38-3. to All they could squeak out was a field goal. Uh, that's pretty uh, That's pretty sad for them. Uh, who else you got? You got the Lions over the Packers. Uh, that happened Thursday. You got the Jags over the Falcons 23-7. to You got the Rams over the Colts 29-23. That's a pretty close game. Ravens over the Browns, 28-3. Vikings, is that their first win of the season? 21-13, Panthers. Uh, Bengals lose to the Titans, 27-3. Buccaneers uh, beat the Saints, 26-9. I'm glad I gave that person with the Saints t-shirt the other day a hard time. (laughs) Hopefully they were thinking about me today when their team lost. I wasn't a dick about it. I was being silly. Uh, you got the Bills over the Dolphins, 48-20. to Broncos over the Bears. Dude, they actually scored some points in this game. This was kind of like the worst of the worst. Like I, I think I told you guys last week, Broncos, <laughs> stupidly, and, and I knew they weren't going to do anything. I knew it was a long shot, people. I did not put money on the Broncos to be like, oh, yeah, this is right. And I, I just did it as a long shot. You know, it's 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 okay. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl anyway. I just didn't want to pick the easy pick, the Chiefs. You know what I mean? To to go to the Super Bowl and probably win, which is probably what they're going to do. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, both teams scoring a good amount of points. I think it was 28-28 to 28 there for a while. Uh, Broncos over the Bears, 31-28. to 28. Uh, Little divisional rivalry here, divisional foes of the Cowboys. Eagles versus the Commanders. Uh, Eagles come out on top, thirty-four to thirty-one. I know uh, my Cowboys have an Eagles date coming up, uh, possibly next week. I haven't even looked at the schedule, but I, I don't think the Eagles, man. I, you know, in my fantasy little pick thing I did, uh, I picked the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. But I've watched them a little bit this season. They're not. They're not. Um, it's not that they're not looking good. They're just not looking as good as they have the past couple of seasons. I'm not really worried about them, to be honest with you. Um, I know it's going to be a close game, man. Everybody raises their game to play the Cowboys because we are the Cowboys. America's team, or whatever you want to say. I just felt a bunch of click-offs there as soon as I said America's team. But that's okay. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to keep saying it. Uh, I'm really not as scared as I thought I would be of the Eagles. It's not that they're not playing good. It's not that I mean they're top of the division, but they're it seems like they're struggling a little bit, you know. Like the Commanders should not be uh putting you to the test. You know what I mean? They just shouldn't. They they haven't been good. They're not going to be good. <laughs> uh and maybe it's that divisional thing that I just mentioned. Everybody raises their game even just a little bit to play someone in the division. You know, you want to get that victory in the division. Um, so, yeah, Eagles take that one. <clears throat> Tex- Texans beating the uh, Steelers pretty good, 30-6. to 
You got the uh, Chargers over the Raiders, 24-17. to 17. Uh, Like I said, 49ers yeah, pretty much beat the hell out of the Cardinals. Uh, my Cowboys, 38-3 to 3 over the Patriots. Chiefs at Jets. And uh, Chiefs are up 10-0. The Monday night game, Seahawks-Giants. We need the Seahawks to do something good to uh, kind of break up our pack, our pack there. Not packed. Our pack in the division. So uh, let's go ahead and look at the standings real quick. Where is everybody as of today after all the games are played? Uh, let's see here. Uh, AFC East, you got the Bills-Dolphins tied at 3-1. and one. Oh, the Dolphins lost. Did I already say that? Oh, yeah, they lost to the Bills. Duh. 48-20 to 20 after, I mean, just a beatdown last week the Dolphins gave. Um, <clears throat> that's a good v- division to watch. Patriots at 1-3 and three at the bottom of the division. The Jets right above them at 1-2. and two. Doesn't look like they're going to beat Kansas City, so they're probably going to 1-3. and three. Uh, AFC West, you got the Chiefs, of course, and the Chargers. Chargers at 2-2. Two and two. Not horrible. That's respectable. 500 team right now. Uh, pulled themselves up back to even. Uh, AFC North, you got the Ravens at 3-1. and one. You got the Steelers at 2-2. Two and two. AFC South, you got the Colts at 2-2. Two and two. The Texans at 2-2. Two and two. That's going to be a tight division. Oh, everybody in that division is 2-2. Two and two. If you want some exciting football, watch that division. You know? Um... <clears throat> Uh, NFC East, you have the Eagles four and zero. You have my Cowboys three and one. Commanders two and two. Commanders would be great in the AFC South. <laughs> That's uh, with that record. Uh, NFC West, you got the 49ers at four and zero, still undefeated. Uh, you have the Seahawks at two and one. Yeah, Seahawks, man, we need you tomorrow. We need you to beat those uh, those Giants. Um, here's the surprise for me, and I hope it keeps going well for them. The NFC North, you got the Lions at 3-1, and one, the Packers at 2-2. Two and two. Um, Not that I would root for them any further, just, yeah, if you're going to have a good season after being... It's not that they've been bad the past seasons, the, the Lions, these past recent seasons anyway. It's just, you know, they play in a tough division. You got the Vikings and the Packers... You can kind of forget about the Bears. Bears are 0 4. They're just not gonna. They're not gonna do anything. It sucks. It sucks to be a Bears fan. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, man, I, I would love to see a change. That's what excites me about it. Rather than seeing the Packers on top of the NFC North, yeah, let it be Detroit. I'm I'm here for it. I support it. Uh, NFC South. You got the Bucks at three and one. The Falcons at two and two. Um, and that's it. That's the uh, around the NFL. Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. I did take a couple of shots before I came out here. Um, I stopped by the liquor store, which I don't do often enough. Um, and I love the sample bottles, dude. I, you know, I've tried so much booze on this podcast and otherwise. <laughs> But uh, I've tried so much booze, you kind of forget what you like. When you start branching out and trying different shit, you know, it's been probably a good year since I've had New Amsterdam vodka, to be honest with you. I can't remember the flavor. There's no way I'm going to remember the flavor. 
One, it's been a long time. And two, last time I drank it, I was drunk. <laughs> Imagine that. It got me drunk. Uh, so it's hard to remember if, it, if I like it or not. But yeah, this, this shit is smooth. Um, especially poured into this Topo Chico seltzer like I did. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, moving on. Sport jumping a little bit. Moving over to freaking baseball, man. My Texas Rangers officially, officially are in the playoffs. Uh, great game against the Mariners. Um, <clears throat> second to last game of the season. Uh, that was enough to get a playoff spot. Uh, we lose today, one to nothing to the Mariners. Astros win. Astros actually come out on top of the division. And, and uh, you know, I'm talking to my friend Richie constantly, who is a huge Astros fan. And, uh, you know, I was just telling him, man, they're, they're probably tired. Not saying they're not playing good, not saying they're not going to play good, but they're probably tired. You have to think about, this is different from any other sport. Baseball is just different, dude. Um, sure, you're not sprinting every play of the game. The outfielders are out there fucking scratching their balls and picking their nose. Hopefully not in that order, you know, <laughs> but, uh. <clears throat> you know, it's 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 just a different animal. And you have to think about the Astros over the past, let's just say, six seasons. Just even trying to get where they are. You know, and winning the World Series and everything. They've played 162 games plus, probably, and yeah, not 100% on this, but I'm just going to go ahead and assume, probably for the past six seasons. You know? That's 162 games, plus, and they've won the championship twice in that six-year window that I just gave randomly. Um, they've won the – so, I mean, that's just game after game after game. I mean, your 162 season to win the Division A and then to make it all the way to the World Series B and then to win the World Series, I mean, you're playing close to fucking 200 games, dude. Um <clears throat> And I, I won't say the Astros uh, haven't looked the same. They've been more spotty this season, I've noticed, for sure. They've definitely been a lot more spotty with their, you know, losing streaks and stuff like that. But uh, like I said, they've played a lot of baseball over that time. And, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's hard not to injuries and fatigue. And, I mean, all that shit sets in. That's why it's hard to win championships uh, even in an NBA season, I'm thinking Michael Jordan and the Bulls, back to back to back, or, you know, the Dallas Cowboys. It's hard to win back to back to back. Back to back It's not impossible, and it's still really hard, you know, but uh, it's just it's just a lot of games, and it does pile up. Like I said, couple that with injuries, and you've got a cocktail for, we're not playing so damn good right now, you know. Uh, which I'm not saying the Astros aren't. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so uh, Astros win the division. Uh, my Rangers are in the playoffs. It looks as if we're playing Tampa Bay in the first um, first round. And I have to be completely honest. Let me, let me go ahead. I, I'm, I'm going to be a homer in my prediction, but I'm going to be honest with... Uh, with how I feel about it. 
So my prediction, obviously, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet against my Rangers. I I want my Rangers to go all the way. We've had an incredible season. Honestly, it sucks we didn't win the division, but you know it's okay. If if we make some noise in the playoffs, possibly, possibly, fingers crossed, make it to the World Series, I, I will be happy. Even you know it would suck losing the World Series again, but you know at least we made it that far. You know we have a lot of pieces that we need at that point. You know. Um, but I'm going to go out, out on a limb and, well, not really. I, I feel like a lot of people in DFW feel this way. I, I don't want to play Tampa Bay. <laughs> I don't. Well, do you want to play Minnesota, Chris? No, I don't. Well, do you want to play the Astros, Chris? Which is what would have happened if we had won today against the Mariners. We would have been playing either the Astros or Minnesota. I don't like any of our matchups. To be honest, like I don't like them. We suck ass against the fucking twins. I don't know what it is about their style. I don't know what I don't know. I can't figure it out. Like we had a pretty good season against them. And this is to to be honest, from what I've seen, this season, our season series against the twins, we've had one of the best seasons against the twins this season. You know, they surprised me. I was like, you know, when I see them coming up on the schedule, I'm like, fuck. I know what this is going to be. We're either going to lose two out of three games or we're going to get swept. It's just the way it is. I don't know what, what the deal is with the with the Twins. Um, <clears throat> so, um, all of our options are just basically shit. <laughs> and we're going to have to, you know, prove our worth as a team. We're going to have to show that we can compete with these teams, with the Astros, with the Twins. With Tampa Bay, like Tampa Bay to me, like they just kind of came out of nowhere this season. I, I wasn't paying attention too much. Um, you know, I glanced at them in the standings every now and then, but I, I don't like our matchup. I just don't like our matchup. So, uh, and everybody's been saying this, all the baseball people I talk to, you know, I have a ton of baseball people at, uh, that I work with, which I love. I love talking baseball every day. You know, I'm over there typing on my little computer and, you know, somebody stops by to talk about the Rangers and what's going on and who's injured and who's coming back. And I love it, dude. I, I dig it. I'm so into it. I'm so here for it because a lot of my life, dude, like to be honest, like other than my immediate family, my dad, my great grandmother, which are the reasons I love baseball so much other than that, you know, I, I, I've had few people to talk to about specifically Texas Rangers baseball that are actually into it. So it's really nice, you know, to be able to talk about it. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, our chances, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't feel like everybody feels this way that I've talked to. Uh, that is a Texas Rangers fan. These people actively go to games uh, and support the Texas Rangers. Um, our bullpen, that's it. That's it. That's going to be the dagger in our fucking heart is our bullpen. And you've seen it all season. You know, this is nothing new. This is not breaking news. Our bullpen. uh, What was my coworker saying the other day? 30 blown saves this season. 30 blown saves this season by our bullpen. That's atrocious. We have about... (laughs) Two pitchers in our bullpen that I'm fairly comfortable. No, okay, sorry, three. 
three pitchers in our bullpen that I'm fairly comfortable with. Um, and that's Martin Perez. He's definitely number three. That is Aroldis Chapman. He's number two. And I think the little wild card, the sneaky, we don't have the book on him, is LeClerc. So between, I mean, that's that's three pitchers, dude. If you're wanting to shut down a game, you're using them. Um, well, I mean, I hate to say it this way because <laughs> this is kind of gruesome and I, I apologize, but I have no other metaphor to give. You know, to be honest, Martin Perez is sort of like the bait dog. You know, I'm, I'm not into dog fighting. I never would do anything like that. But just as a metaphor, <laughs> when the Texas Rangers are getting the shit beat out of them in the fourth inning, Martin Perez comes in to hopefully just get it. And it's it sucks for him. I love Perez and I wish he had a different role, but that's kind of what I foresee. Tampa Bay being up in whatever game number two, eight to three. And you got to bring in Martin Perez to help get us through that. That sucks, man. That really sucks. Um, yeah, I say bait dog for lack of a better term. That's a, I don't know who put that in my head recently. Oh, excuse me. I don't know who put that word in my head recently, but I don't like it. Um, anyways, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, that's our biggest issue. Starting pitching, I, I, Scherzer's supposedly coming back. There's just a lot of question marks, and that's not good going into the playoffs, and I don't foresee, even if Scherzer comes back, I don't foresee him just dominating the playoffs. I don't. I like Scherzer. I've respected him over the years. You know, he's been a great pitcher. Um, but I, I, whatever's going on with him, he, he's, he's not the Scherzer of years ago. And that worries me, you know. That really does worry me, but... It's going to be a good ride either way. Uh, unlike the NFL, usually when my Cowboys gets, get bounced out of the playoffs, I kind of stop watching uh, the NFL playoffs until the Super Bowl. Uh, unlike that, in MLB, man, even if my Texas Rangers get bounced, I'm still watching. I want to consume every single game I can. Um, so I'm excited for that. Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. I take a bigger, bigger swig. I'm getting behind here. How far are we in? 24 minutes. I'm not even halfway done with my drink. What am I doing? I think those shots are serving me well. Um, so anyways, okay, let's go ahead. Uh, this is what we'll do. I'm the, fucking Richie's texting me right now about the, fucking, you, you know, as much as I want, <laughs> as much as I want my Rangers to win, I enjoy the fuck out of every Rangers hate meme I get sent to me. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking, it makes me laugh, you know, like, I can at least have a sense of humor about it. Uh, anyways, let's move on to X. I have a few videos of the, oh, I gotta show you, okay, this one's on Instagram. This is my first video of the week, oh god. It's like a barrage of shit talking. <laughs> Richie's texting me right now and sending me memes, and I have this. He sent me a story on Instagram. I'm not ready to view this yet. <laughs> You're being too hurtful. Uh, no, it's it's fine. It's it's all good. Um, so 
I played a couple of weeks back uh, the fucking Pulp Fiction musical. I don't know if you guys remember that. Um, made by the same people I'm about to play for you right now. There I ruined it. There underscore I underscore ruined underscore it on Instagram. Uh, well, they're at it again. And I love this one. So if you know uh, Eminem, one of Eminem's later tracks in his career, which I I haven't listened since that early shit, since that like MTV era shit, which those Eminem albums are fucking great, dude. Like the the concepts and the theatrics, it's fucking awesome. It's it's just entertainment, even if it is a little bit gruesome. You know, you can kind <clears> of. <throat> Just kind of live in his world for a little bit. Um, so they're at it again. So what they did was <laughs> Eminem's one of his later songs called "Rap God," and everybody was like, "Oh my god, ah, oh he's rapping so fast. Oh, he's he's oh he's the best rapper of all time." You know, people went nuts over this song, which I I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of him singing, <laughs> which is a lot of what he does now. You know, a lot more melody, a lot more singing, but it's just kind of his tone of singing. Like, he's hitting the notes fairly well. It's just in his Eminem voice, nasally kind of voice. I'm not a huge fan of the singing. I love the rapping. I love the creativity on the lyrics, you know. Um, so this is Rap God by Eminem done in the in the voice of Boomhauer. And he's not saying the same words. He's making up his... Whatever, Boomhauer speak. Um, so here it goes. Listen up. Things coming at you with supersonic speed. Uh, some of them are doom on a dang old human man. Boy, I tell you what, I get a goddamn super human innovator, venom, like a dang old rubbish. So that anything you say is ricocheting back a true man. Devastating more than ever, demonstrating how to get a dang old audience to feel like a Saturday. Faded like a farmer's tan, man, I tell you what. Here's getting worked up, complaining, hot like cocaine. Boomhauer spitting them facts, man, spinning them rhymes like a dang old tornado. Jib jabbing like it just ain't no thing. Why be a god and not a dang old king? I didn't understand a word you just said. Fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. Uh, any Anybody that can pull off dang ol', he said dang ol' like six times in there. Dang ol' something. Uh, anybody who can pull that off is pretty good. Pretty good with me. That's funny. Uh, so there underscore I underscore ruined underscore it. Um, <clears throat> they're awesome. I'm, I'm going to keep watching them. I'm probably about to... You know what? I'm going to go give them a follow right now because... They're... They're doing it. I like it. I enjoy it. There I ruined it. Uh, so moving on to X. Uh, we got a couple of videos of the week here. That's how we're going to end this podcast. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I'm fascinated with this one. I, okay, so what's the deal with... What's the deal? What's the deal with how often do you think about the Roman Empire? That's like a, a thing going around right now. I've seen it on X. I think I've seen a little bit of it on uh, Instagram. Um, I don't know what the purpose of how often do you think of the Roman Empire. I don't know what the purpose of that is. Because I, I think about it all the time, to be honest with you. I think about the incredible marvels they created, uh, their fighting, I mean, everything, their fighting strategy. And, and that's not to say I'm on the side of the Romans. I think they were fucked up. You know, I think they abuse. they definitely abused their power 
over 600 year span of their empire or whatever it was, 600, 700 years, something like that. They definitely abused their power. They definitely um, killed off people of different cultures that weren't there. You know, like it was, it was terrible. But I think about it all the time for the fact that even with all that evilness, they created some fucking amazing shit. You know, it's like a two-sided coin. It's like the, it's like I'm looking at all the crazy shit they created, and then they flip the coin. And it's like, yeah, but they were fucking brutal, man. In order to keep their power and keep people at bay from taking over their empire, they were brutal. They had to be brutal. I mean, killing fucking... I'm not even going to say it. You know what I'm going to say. It's just not right. <clears throat> but I do think about it all the time, and one of the shows that I love is Barbarian Rising, which tells of the accounts of the barbarians that surrounded the area that were just getting murdered and you know bought off or whatever they had to do to keep the empire growing. You know, um, I think about it all the time, but not in a negative light of like, oh, let's bring that back. <laughs> it's just like, it's incredible. You know, even with the evilness that happened. Anyway, so my first video of the week, I don't even know how many I have of these, is how the Romans, this is the fascinating side, you know, to it, is how the Romans built bridges over water. Um, this is from, and I've talked about this X account plenty of times, at History in Memes, uh, historic vids. They just give you a video of how a large body of water, how they built uh, a bridge over it, which is a beautiful construction in the first place. Let's go ahead and give them that credit. Um, why is my fucking shit not working? But the way they, <clears throat> you know, they attacked it from two sides. They attacked it from one shore, drained the water in that, built what they could. They attacked it from the other shore, drained the water from that, connected the bridge. Now you have a fucking bridge where you couldn't normally get across this water. And it's just fucking amazing, dude. It's amazing the ingenuity, the intelligence um, that they possessed. You know, we, we, we see these, these ancient civilizations and you, you automatically think, well, they didn't have cell phones and they didn't have computers. And, but it's like they had, in, in a sense, they had greater fucking things going on. You know what I mean? They laid the foundation for us to be able to do what we can do. So it's like building a bridge now. It's like no big deal. It's like, yeah, it's easy. You know, get a couple of engineers and they know what the fuck to do and how to make it sturdy and sway in the wind and all this and that, you know, but they, they got us here. So we don't have to think about building bridges anymore. You know, that's already taken care of. They took care of that a long time ago, you know? So now we have time, I guess you could say to focus on different shit, different technologies and whatever else we want to explore with our humanity, outer space, deep ocean, you know, whatever. So, you know, they laid the foundation. So it's hard to really call them primitive because it's like you take a, I go on a fucking bridge on, you know, I 30 almost every other day. And it's like, you, you just take that for granted. You don't even think about how long this has been in the making to make it just seamless and easy. I just drive over the bridge and I don't really think about it, you know, but we got here, uh, from things like this, the ingenuity, you know? So anyways, uh, there's my first video of the week. Um, next one. Okay. I never thought about this. Speaking of water, 
Uh, this kind of blew my mind. And you guys, I'm not huge on this page. Um, if it com- th- This one's called uh, Morbid Knowledge on X. At Morbid F-U-L. Full, I guess. Fuel. How do you say F-U-L? I guess it would be full. Fuel? I don't know. Anyways, uh, at Morbid Morbid F-U-L. Uh, morbid knowledge. I, I'm a half a fan of this page and half not a fan of this page. The things that I don't like to see, and it is, I mean, that's all they deal in is morbid shit. This is the last photo scene of so-and-so before they went into the woods at, you know, we never found her remains. And it's like, I can't handle that shit. I don't like it. It, it fucking, it'll ruin my day. You know, if I see anything about people, just innocent people just getting killed, or children especially. Like, if I see anything, like, with children, it fucking ruins my day. So, it's like a back and forth. I kind of have to read the first little line of it, and if it's something I'm into, I'll read it. If it's something I'm not into, I'm just skipping over it. You know? Um, Not to say that it didn't happen, and not to ignore the fact that probably, you know, women go into the woods all the time to go hiking and never come back. You know, not to say that it's not real, but I just don't want to read about it. It doesn't, it's not going to give me any satisfaction to read about it. It's not going to give me any insight to read about it. So anyways, this one I actually did like from this page. Um, And it says, cruise ships have morgues on board. Roughly 200 people pass away on cruises each year, especially on those that carry a lot of senior citizens. So most ships have a small morgue and are prepared to store up to 10 bodies. And that's fascinating to me only for the fact that I never thought about it. I never fucking thought about it. I never thought you'd be in the middle of the fucking ocean and you're like, Mr. Lewis! It's time for dinner, and, and he's passed away. That's sad, and it is morbid, but it's also kind of interesting because I guess you have to be prepared for th- like uh, like at what point in history were they having like cruise ships, and they were like, okay, <laughs> we got to do something about this. You know, we've tossed about ten people overboard in the past. You know, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> That's fucking morbid in itself. But it's just fascinating. I just never thought about it before that you would need something like that on a cruise ship. And it obviously makes perfect sense why you would need something like that. Like, I'm sure it's not exclusive to old people. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of young people that have passed away. And it's just a random whatever, heart attack, whatever. Whatever it may be. Um, I just thought it was fascinating um, that they actually exist on the ship, on the ship. It's not like they, I mean, what would you do? Just lock the room if you didn't have a morgue until you get back to shore? That's fucking crazy. Um, I don't know. And you know, it's, it's a little easier for me on my mind, my mental psyche. Like I said, I don't like shit happening to women. I don't like shit happening to children. I don't even like shit happening to men. That are innocent, you know what I mean? That I perceive to be innocent. Um, but at least in this case, you know, it, it, I can take it a little bit lighter because these are older people, probably 70s, 80s possibly. 
And they're on a fucking cruise ship. They've lived their life. They've had a blast. You know what I mean? They went out on a fucking bang. That's kind of a dope-ass way to go out, to be honest. You know? I died doing what I loved. Fucking on a cruise ship with my Viagra. (laughs) Okay, let's not take it there. Um, I just thought that was fascinating. So moving on. Uh, here's, Here's the last one I have for you, I believe. Um for this week so I didn't know this and you gotta follow this guy Uh, this is who I saw that posted it Uh, Michael Warburton at Michael War B-U-R 17 Warbur 17 um he posted it, but I don't think it's him in the video. You, you got to listen to this. I never knew this. And this guy will explain everything <clears throat> if I can pause it. All right, here we go. We all know this classic doc. Oh. Grace Newfeld track, the next episode. But did you know that the original sample came from this 1967 track? Written by David Axelrod, performed by David McAllen, I think he said. Let's listen to it one more time. McCallum, I'm sorry. This is the original. going to ruin it for me. What is happening? So yeah, there's uh, the thing I love about this composition, just as a musician, I love the big kind of build up to the but the third one in that sequence whatever notes they're using as a melody all together are fucking amazing and I thought you know that's what drew people I'm sure to the song in the first place were, were those notes but that that third time when they all hit together and harmonize together, whatever notes they chose are fucking brilliant. Um, I'm going to let you listen to it one more time, just that that part of it, because you'll see what I'm talking about. There's kind of like a, um, <clears throat> I guess you would call it as a musician, like some major chords happening. And then the second one, but then the third one is just so like dirty I would describe it as and I fucking love it so let's listen one more time take another drink same notes the second time 
this third one is the good one. Yeah, dude, fucking great fucking... That intro, it doesn't matter if you're fucking hip-hopper, rock and roll. It does. That intro is just hype, dude. That intro is hype, which is ex- exactly why they picked it. Dude, I remember waking up for high school, and I had a, you know, you could set your TV to come on at a certain time, like an alarm. And the cable was always running. So it's like, as soon as your TV came on, whatever channel you left it set on, that's the channel that would come on when your TV alarm would come on. And every morning for fucking high school, I had trouble waking up. I still do. I had it set on MTV. I kind of tried to like psychologically trick myself. Well, if I put it on something I like, then I'll probably be more likely to wake up. And dude, that song... The Eminem, I'm sorry, the Dr. Dre version, um, that song was like almost every morning spot on. They played that song, that video, almost every morning at the same time I had to wake up. So when I hear that intro, it's just like nostalgic, of course, but it reminds me of waking up in the morning to go to school. I'm laying there in bed like boom. Dude, it's so fucking cool, man. It's so cool that I got to experience that. That's, you know, I think MTV is technically bankrupt and gone now, but somehow they're still playing music. I don't know how it works. I really don't. But um, those were the days, man. Those were the heydays, dude. I would specifically on the weekends sit down and just watch video after video. If I didn't like the video, of course, I would change the channel or I didn't like the song, whatever, I'd change the channel. But you could always come back to it. And that was a thing you did. Uh, the the one I loved, which MTV kind of ripped off eventually, it was, a uh, I don't know if it was local, but it was called The Box. The Box, like, music video station. And the cool thing about it was <laughs> you could... Pick up your phone, dial the number, and they charge you like 99 cents a call or some something like that. You could request a video. So, like, they would play these, you know, certain videos. They would just pick a random video. We're going to play this video right now. You guys, here's four options, A, B, C, or D, and you can call in and request, and whoever in your area, your metroplex, your region, the one that gets the most votes gets played next. You know, which was really fucking a cool concept. It was a very interactive, you know, the, the internet was around for sure, but <clears throat> it was just cool because, and I think the thing that makes radio so great is uh, when you hear a song, that, like there's been plenty of times where I've heard a song on the radio that I've heard a million times. Maybe I bought the album or, you know, the single, whatever, downloaded the single, there's something different about when it's played on the radio, and I think I know what it is. It's the fact that over this national, I guess not national, this local broadcast, you're jamming out to the song, but simultaneously you know there's someone in their car or in their house or at work jamming out to the same song. That's like a sense of like community, you know what I mean? That's what makes the radio so special. 
is, oh, this is a new song by so-and-so, and, you know, if we've only played it three times on this station, and then when you hear it, you're like, I love this song. I'm turning it up 100%, but you get a sense of, you know, someone else is out there feeling the same way that I'm feeling about this song right now. You know, other people are probably like, eh, it's okay. You know, whatever, I like it. I could listen to it, you know, but it's just the fact that we're making a connection, even if we don't know each other. I know someone's out there listening to this, too, on the same radio station that is local that likes sort of the same shit I like. That's the cool thing about the radio, you know? So, uh, anyways, I think I've rambled on enough. Oh, my God, we're almost at 50 minutes. Might as well start making these hour episodes, right? The way I've been talking lately. Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. And I'm definitely doubting this. Uh, so yeah, there's my videos of the week. Um, I thought those were pretty fascinating. Hopefully I'll gather some more. Uh, I'm going to go find that song. That song that they sampled. And I mean, it's just a good composition. To be honest with you, in my opinion. I, it's just, it's hype. You know, that's all it is. It's just straight up hype. I, I could get hype listening to that intro all day long. That dirty, those dirty notes. That's fucking great, dude. Uh, let's go ahead and take our last drink. If you got them, drink them bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. That's going to do it for me. Episode number 297. Drink until you podcast. The only podcast lasts to the last drop. Thank you guys for listening. I love you all. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. I will talk to you soon. Bye.